I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. The podcast. Hey, it's, uh, it's me. It's Matt Bronger. This is This Might Help with uh, Matt Bronger. Featuring Matt Bronger. I wanted to do the beginning of the year episode just by myself. Uh, and I don't know exactly why. It just it just felt right. Because it's, uh, you know, it's been a long road me doing uh, the podcast thing. And it's uh, it's I used to have a podcast that was just me. And uh, the idea was I would, uh, it was called Ding Donger with Matt Bronger, for those of you who don't know. And it was, the idea was I would hitchhike into your life for a half an hour, talk a bunch, and then jump out of the car. So, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't feel so alone and would have a funny person, knock on wood, with you. Because uh, that, that's how I look at podcasts. They kind of, and, and, and audio books and things like that. You, you just, you, you're following a thing with music. Uh, it's it's a little more ethereal. You'll feel you'll feel close. You feel far. You feel uh, a lot of different things. I feel with podcasts, you are there with the person talking. It's like uh, you are now, and and we're both imagining shaving our own asses. And I don't know how uh, I know that, but I can feel it in you. That's something you want to do, person who's listening. Um, and, uh, just want to say thanks for listening, uh, to the podcast and, uh, give yourself a pat, a pat on the back for, for getting through the year 2020, uh, inarguably everyone's favorite year they've ever had. It's one of those years that's going to go down as just the funnest and, uh, the, the best time we've ever had as a country and a world. For those of you not listening in America, gosh, it's been, it's been great. There, there hasn't been any uh, worry or sickness or death or anxiety. Um, okay, I ran out of facetiousness. It's, it's, it's been a, 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 a brutal ass fuck of a year. And uh, one thing I want to say is, don't let's not do that thing where we're going, hey, but you know, thank God 2021 is here and it's over. No, it's not. Even if you're listening to this at any point in 2021, uh, let's say a point where everyone's got the vaccine, which probably won't happen that everyone gets it, but it's just, it's still not over. We're going to have a lot of things flying our way, you know, climate change and upheaval and things like that. What we have to do is learn from 2020. And this is the most serious I'll get on this episode. It's for entertainment. I know you've heard enough political shit. You've heard enough, uh, uh, people spouting their opinions. Um, I just, th- I just say we have to learn from our mistakes and, and, and move forward because it ain't over. We're always going to have problems, but I will say I did dig the fact that we had a new year's Eve, uh, you know, that existed, that we made it to a lot of us didn't sadly, but we made it and, um, had a, uh, had a night. Hopefully you didn't get together with a bunch of people in a warehouse. Um, but if you did, I hope you're okay. Uh, but it's just nice to have these 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 moments like holidays. I, I've always called holidays uh, a good excuse to do what you know to hug somebody, to get drunk, whatever you know blows your skirt up, so to speak, as the Bible would say. These are times that are we can use as excuses. 
Um, I always say as much as high school and going to school as a kid might have sucked, it was it was a, a good excuse to to be around other people. You know, when you're a little kid, you're so, so socially awkward, you know, but you want to hang out. And you that's why you got to force them into a school. People don't go to school to learn. They're, they're corralled in there to learn to make friends. That's it. That's that's uh, that's the only conspiracy theory that I'll offer this whole episode. But my 2020 was pretty uh, goddamn bananas, like most people's. Uh, my job was completely uh, destroyed, and uh, I became a dad. Um, and it, let's just be honest about my job was destroyed. That's strong. I'm a fucking hoo-ha artist that makes drunk laugh, drunk people laugh. That's that's what I do for a living. I love it. But, um, you know, it, it went away. I couldn't play comedy clubs. I mean, I could, but yeesh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to live. Um, so it went away, and uh, my wife had a kid. I think it's mine. Pretty sure. So I've been caring for her. I, I became a stay-at-home dad, which, you know, pretty good job, but uh, you don't get any swag or residuals. <laughs> little, little showbiz joke for you guys. Um but I love it. I love her. It's it's awesome being a dad, even a, a super young one like myself, without a trace of gray in his beard. Um, and my wife and I uh, lost our minds during the uh, California fires uh, because we were supposed to go to Oregon at that time. But at the same time, there were the Oregon fires because God is hilarious and mean. So we decided to up and drive across the country to uh, Kara's hometown, a little small town in, uh, in, uh, in Massachusetts called Mansfield. And uh, we did it with a newborn. Drove over 3,000 miles with a newborn baby because 2020 wasn't stressful enough. And we just had to up the anxiety. We're, we're the kind of people who uh, like to drink nine cups of coffee then blow some rails of cocaine. Just just push it, you know? It's never enough. Um, but it was it was crazy enough to be sane at the time. I, I don't know if I would have driven across. Actually, I know for a fucking fact. What am I saying? Who, who am I fooling? You? The person who wants to shave their ass? I'm not fooling you. We, 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 we never, I never would have driven across the fucking country. Just for shits and giggles. I would have flown. We drove... We, we lived with her, with the in-laws, with her parents for uh, about three and a half weeks. No, no, it was a month. It was a solid month and best decision ever made. I got to live like a Massachusetts townie, you know, pushing a stroller around. It was awesome. It was awesome. So as much as this year, that year was frustrating for me, I'm, I'm, I'm also thankful for the silver linings and grateful. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing shows whenever that happens and, uh, and doing this show, obviously. It is uh, my one thing I cling to, like a barnacle on the edge of a ship. Pirates kick and kick and kick at me. They're not falling off. This podcast will stay on the ship of audio, you sons of bitches. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm doing it uh, not for you, for me. Well, for all of us. So on that note, let me just say, A, thanks for calling 
323-763-0228 and leaving messages and telling your friends to do the same. Um, and uh, let's roll the first call. Let's have some fun. Hit it. Hey, Matt. Yeah, this is kind of a two-part question. Uh, do you think uh, that maybe Rocky Dennis is some kind of a soothsayer or fortune teller, some kind of savant? And uh, secondly, is there some kind of logo that might be appropriate for, uh, say, uh, T-shirts or face coverings? All right. Thank you so much. And you have a great show. I'm looking forward to it. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Southern Joe. Rocky Dennis. I don't... I mean, is that the dude from The Mask? Renee, do you remember? It was. It was from The Mask. Okay. So uh, I appreciate that. And that's, that, was my, that was my one gimme. Uh, so thanks for uh, uh, indulging me, listeners. I just it was like, I, what do I know that name from? It's a flashback from my childhood. I, okay, so now I get it. Was he some kind of soothsayer talking about we all wear a mask and now we're all wearing masks? Right on. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, that's a, it's a, a thing that a lot of people have said and felt. Um, but uh, I would say rather than a logo, go ahead. Uh, and and uh, let's 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 lean on the wisdom of Rocky Dennis because he was a very wise, very wise uh, young man. Let's have a a, a T-shirt that uh, says it says uh, on the front. All right. And I'd go, I'd go, I'd go hardcore, lean in, get a muscle shirt, cut the sleeves off, and then sell it. Uh, um, let me see how to, how to, how to finesse this. Um, something like, um, like something like Rocky Dennis knows better than you, or, uh, uh, you're, you know what? Let's go hardcore. You're not better than Rocky Dennis. And on the back, it says, wear a mask. And then wear, wear a mask is like huge, huge, like Rocky Dennis's head and face. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, make that big. So you don't need a logo. I think it's just all, it's all, it's all in the wording. Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Stone Cold. You know, when Stone Cold came in, came in there and had it, you know, 316. Everyone knows. Okay. That's Stone Cold. So you want to be the Rocky Dennis guy. It's a hardcore name, Rocky Dennis. So, you know, you're not better than Rocky Dennis. Wear, uh, you might even want to put a fucking, wear a fucking mask. And apostrophe, not I-N-G. Right? None of this fancy high-tone Yankee shit. Let's get dirty. Um, hope that answers your question. Uh, let's roll uh, caller number two, Renee. Hey. Um, I just wanted to know, what do you do if you have no money and the oh. job you have is sketchy as hell? Whoa. Like, they're not paying you, but you need the money 
and you're broke. <laughs> this makes no sense. Um, like you have no other options. You're looking for other jobs and, and no one's coming back to you. And other people are making money at this job, but you're not making any money yet. And you have no other options. Like what, what do you do? Do you just look for other jobs and hope for the best? Or do you stick with what you've got and hope that works out? No necessary. Like, yeah, just, um, sorry. Random question. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, thanks for calling. I'm assuming when you say you make no money, that's a, a euphemism for a, just a little bit of money. Because, I mean, they're not paying you at all. Walk the hell out right now. Um, don't go for the okie doke. But I was just thinking, like, that is a, you know, that's, I feel like that's kind of rule number one. If you, you got to really sense, it sounds like what they're doing is if they're paying other people more than you, they're kind of dangling the carrot in front of you. Just make sure you have to make sure that carrot is real, that you're actually working toward a possible good sum. Don't right now we're we're living the era of false incentive incentive incentivizing incentivization. How would you say it? I don't know. Uh, um, but you know everybody kind of for or for free, and we're headed more and more in that direction uh, as. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wasn't going to get political, but less and less people own more and more of everything. So they can control the terms and the rules. Um, so, look, I, I, you said, should you stay in the job or keep looking? I say both. Stay in the job and uh, and look your ass off. Just, just uh, reach out to friends. Reach out to uh, people you haven't talked to in a while. You know, I mean, not to be like, hey, can you help me out? But just, you know, people like helping people. Uh, that's why I, I get all kinds of people on the on this show. Not just because I'm really fun and handsome. It's not just that. There's a third reason. It's because they like to <laughs> help people out. Um, so, you know, I, I, would, I would not only go by uh, uh, the classifieds and things. Most people get their jobs by knowing somebody, and that can just be a friend. So reach out to other people, see what they're doing. I, I remember when I was a, 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 a PA, a production assistant, which means I used to go fetch people burritos. Uh, then, you know, it was, it was I worked for a, for a company that did uh, reality television. And it was not, it, it wasn't one of those things. It was certainly, my friend was already doing it. And I, I didn't have a job. So I was like, hey, how is that? And he's like, worst job of my life. You should come work with me. And it actually turned out to be good for me because I could go off and audition and then, you know, come back. But like, I, I will say like at a certain point, I realized I've been doing this almost two years. I've been doing comedy at night, but this job, it pays shit. And like what they would do with me and the other PAs is they would on paper move us from production to production. Because by law, if you're working full time, you have to get benefits. And so what they would do is make me part-time here, part-time there. It wasn't one of those things I realized until near the end. And I was kind of like, I got to do anything else because I'm not trying to work my way up in the fucking reality television biz. I, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I know too much about it to, to want, to want that. Um, but what that made me do is reach out to friends and go, Hey, what are, what are you doing? Who's this, you know, what's the thing you do? And this, um, a friend of mine named Katie, who is a comedian, she was doing closed captioning for the hearing impaired. 
And uh, one thing I've always been good at is grammar. I can I can uh, edit the fuck out of a, a, a paper or anything you give it to me because my mother is an English teacher and uh, I learned that. You know, I learned like how to use an adverb before what an adverb learning, what an adverb was kind of thing. But that's just, that's me. So I went and I uh, interviewed and I filled out the, the, they had me take this kind of test and I aced it and I got the job. And that turned out to be, it was my last real job. And it was the, probably the best job job I've ever had. Cause I had movable hours. I could audition. I could do this. I could do that. And uh, at the same time, I worked with some, some, uh, you know, fun people. And I used to caption any number of shows. I'd, I'd, I'd caption the office. I'd caption parks and rec. Um, I'd caption reality shows. Uh, I had to sign NDAs cause I'd know the ending to like hell's kitchen and shit like that. Um, I, I captioned a softcore porn show called The Erotic Traveler. It's a lot of fun shit. So don't be daunted. Don't don't get down. It, it, you, you're in a rough situation, but right now most people are. So I, my advice to you is keep your job, but reach out to friends. You seem like you're a happy person, which is awesome. I I, I applaud your your sunny disposition in your in your your rough situation. But yeah, that that's my that's my best advice to you based on what I was going through. So uh, uh, best to you and hope that works. Um, all right, Renee, let's roll the third one. Hi, Matt. This is Kurti. Um, I am calling for a little bit of advice. Um, and to be fair, it feels like almost an episode of Review with Andy Daly. Um reviewing how to get motivated after the new year. Like I got excited because everyone else around me was like, yeah, fuck 2020 dope. (laughs) And so for about 15 minutes at the beginning of the new year, I was like, yeah, 2021. Anyway. Um, so my Christmas decorations are still up. And one of the things that I did because I'm a lazy slob was put, um, Burger King onion rings on my Christmas tree. And I didn't take any decorations down yet. There are onion rings on a Christmas tree in my kitchen. Um, should I eat an onion ring? <laughs> and also, how do I get motivated? Yep. I want to see how many stars I can get for either of those things this year. Um, thanks. Bye. Thank you for calling. Do not eat those onion rings. They're probably hard as rocks. And I mean, it's Burger King, so they'll, they'll probably never rot. They'll sit there, but they probably will attract bugs or vermin. Um, I get it. That sounds like a delightful visual, the onion rings. And they're in the kitchen, so it's along the theme of, of eating and things like that. But yeah, take them and throw them away. Make make that your first thing for the, for the, for the new year. We left up our decorations uh, past, well, into, I think, new what new year's day we took them all down but we still as my wife took a baby and left me i I don't know why i'm in such a good upbeat uh, mood she just left me and took the kid no as she took our our baby and uh for a walk uh she was like i'm gonna leave up the crisp because we've taped up the christmas cards in the entryway to our home and she's like i'm gonna i want to leave those up that okay and i was like yeah that's cool i mean it's really whatever you want to do in terms of leaving up uh you know your christmas tree but for me I kind of like to flush out the old shit. So I would take down all your Christmas stuff, take down the tree and uh, put up in your kitchen like a fun picture or I'm not saying a vision board, but maybe a vision board 
For those of you who don't know what that is, that's when you put a board uh, of, of material up and you post your dreams and that your goals, the things you want to happen and the things you're, you're optimistic about. Um, and typically those are put up by actors, what you call people that are uh, into Hollywood spirituality. The secret was a big part of that, but I still think the secret kind of works as much as we make fun of it. But I also don't believe that God gives a fuck if any of us um, get mentioned in the Hollywood Reporter. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, God has bigger fish to fry than your acting career. But you can take that, you know, somewhat bullshit spirituality and use it in your life. You know, not it doesn't even have to be a vision board. It could be like a picture of someplace you want to go. Tear it out of a magazine, put it up on the wall. Um you know, uh, 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 a hot dude or a hot gal or a hot non-binary person, whatever floats your boat, put that up. Put that picture up. Um, something, a still from a movie you love. It, it's all about having something that you have in your house that you look at that makes you happy. I, I used to be obsessed with the past. I used to be obsessed with, um, not obsessed with the past, I guess, but I, I, the past, the thoughts of it would make me sad. It doesn't really so much anymore, but there's, I never used to have pictures of anyone I loved in my home. Granted, this is when I was in my early twenties. Um, but I was kind of like, why would I have that? I'm just going to look at it and go, I miss that person. But it's, it's a, it's an honor to miss someone, you know? So there's a reason why we have these pictures of our, our family around us because it keeps us going. You don't have to just put your family. And if your family makes you sad, makes you sad, take those pictures down. Until you reconcile with them or, or or don't. Put up a palm tree, right? Or a boner. Whatever you're into. Doesn't have to be phallic. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the, the first step to, to, to kind of, if you're focusing on your Christmas tree and leaving it up to feel better about this year. Look, this year's going to be rough. Uh, I knock on wood I, right now, the way things are going, I don't feel like it's going to be as rough as 2020 because if there's one thing... Uh, we've learned from 2020 is that we fucking learned from 2020. There were massive mistakes made. A lot of it, some of us couldn't control, but man, never again. I mean, holy shit, what a year. I, 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 one of the biggest things I've talked about with my therapist, when I've talked to him, I've talked to him, you know, less and less lately, uh, cause just the, this, all, everything that's going on. And time and me, you know, being full-time Mr. Mom. And don't say it's a sexist term. That movie rocks, but Michael Keaton forever. Um, but it, 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 one thing we talked about is certain, my, uh, the amount of survivor's remorse I'm having. Because my life is going pretty darn good. Uh, there's a lot I want to improve. Especially, like, my career. But my health is fine. I got this great kid. My marriage is good. You know, we, 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 we still have the house. I'm just grateful, but survivor's remorse is real, but it doesn't help anyone. So I don't know, I guess just feel good about yourself. You know, I hope that helps. Um, and I want to add something. I mentioned, uh, Michael Keaton. It's one reason I, 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 I fucking love him. And I think most people do, uh, but uh, personally, one reason I do is he told this story because he started out as a stand-up. And uh, so that's that's one reason I kind of think he's awesome because he's that he's that he's that example 
of like you could start with stand up and you can go all these amazing different directions. Uh, but he was, he was talking about how, and I'm assuming this was in the 80s, but he was at, um, uh, maybe he was on a project or something or an audition room and there's another actor there. And the actor was like, you did stand up, right? He goes, yeah, uh-huh. And the actor goes, yeah, you know, I never tried that. And Keaton was like, tried that? The guy just said it like anyone could do it. And Keaton was like, fuck you. Like, I don't think he said fuck you to the guy. But it's kind of this thing of, not that it's the hardest thing in the world, but it's it's hard. And it takes you years to get good at it. And just for this actor dude to be like, he never tried that. Like, in his mind, he's like, I bet I'd be good. And I make my wife laugh, you know, or whatever. <laughs> it just, I never tried that. Just the, 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 the hilarious audacity. I, I love it when someone says something incredibly stupid that has no self-awareness. It's the, it's, it's the reason why the movie Anchorman is so funny. Anyway, shout-outs to, uh, to Michael Keaton. Uh, let's get him on the show. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear another call, Renee. Hi, my name is Chris. Um, so basically, I'm getting a cycle, uh, cycle, uh, a cycle valve, uh, in two weeks because they want me to, uh, redo the because I got one when I was seven years old and they wanted to do a new one because as I've gotten older my psychological problems have gotten different so I'm getting a new one and my, I was talking to my therapist about it because she is not the one who's doing the evaluation on me and she told me mm -hmm. that I have basically two options I can either tell the truth throughout the entire evaluation get a, a probably decent diagnosis and probably go to a mental institution or I can lie and not get a diagnosis but but not go to an institution and I really need a diagnosis because I uh, uh, I don't because I don't I for me when if I don't have a diagnosis then it's not real and I'm making it up but I really don't think I want to go to a institution uh, right now, I do think an institution is good for me personally, but I don't want to go uh, now because mm. it's Christmas, and that honestly scares the scares me. So I don't know what to do because I want um, a proper diagnosis, and I don't want to lie, but I don't want to go to a um, institution. I think an institution maybe isn't as scary as I think it is. Or whatever, but I don't. Yeah, so I, I have a couple. I, I have a week or two to um, decide what I do. So yeah, that's well, it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling, Chris. Jesus Christ. Um, look, I am not going to tell you to lie or not lie. Uh, in terms of your evaluation, but I will tell you what I do know based on my experience. That's kind of the, the crux of this show and why it used to be called Advice from a Dipshit. And I changed it because it, we were running into too many walls in terms of getting ad, ads out and getting people to 
uh, buy ads and getting us listed on, you know, podcasts you should know about, things like that, is because the word dipshit was in it. Um, so, uh, but the crux of the show was, was I, I base my advice on my experience. I don't know anything about a, a, a psych eval. I don't know what they ask you. I don't know uh, what it is. You know, I, I can only go by what you're going through. And I understand why you don't want to get, as you put it, put in an institution. Um, I, I mean, I just wonder, is your therapist a licensed therapist? Because if they think you need the help to the point where you would be put in one of these institutions, you know, look, this is all conjecture. I don't know. What I can say is there was a time where someone who I had an on again, on again, off again um, relationship with was just openly telling me and uh, other friends of ours that uh, she was going to take her own life. And I remember uh, she called uh, a uh I won't get into details, but um, one friend of ours called the cops and was like, I'm not going to be the one uh, to find her, you know, uh, I, 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 and, I, and I don't want her to die. None of us did. And so the, the, they, they, they came and they picked her up and they took her to, um, you know, what, you, what you're calling an institution. And, you know, when she came out, uh, which wasn't, she wasn't there all that long and arguably claiming you're going to end it all. It, it doesn't get any more serious than that. She went to a very nice facility and, um, met some really interesting people because I feel like the thing we don't really admit to each other is that we're all very close to that moment sometimes. Um, so I think based on that, I would say this wherever you might go for the help that you might need or might not know or might not need. I don't know. Um, you know, it won't be as bad as you think it is. And going around Christmas is tough, but it's like, let me just say, not knowing your situation at all, maybe you need it. Just putting that out there. Maybe you don't. I just, this is one of those things where it's like, I can't give clinical advice. I, I can't because I just don't have the expertise. And I'm not going to put myself in the position of going like, do this. And then the wrong thing happens. Not that you were in danger from yourself or anyone, but you know, I just, uh, you know, I wish I could give you more than that, but I just, I just will give you that example based on my life there. Uh, so, um, best to you, Chris, and uh, I, I hope things w work out. Uh, um, and you sound like a very thoughtful person. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say that, and and uh, I, I, I hope, you, I hope you'd be okay, Chris. If you would, uh, why don't you call in again and let us know uh, what happened, what you're going through, because I'd love to hear from you, and I hope you're doing okay. So, uh, um, hang in there. Whew, boy, I hope I navigated that okay. I guess I should maybe call my lawyer. I'm kidding, but uh, boy. Sometimes we get these calls that are that are so fucking heavy. I'll be thinking about that one a long time. Boy, I hope Chris will be okay, and um, really hope the next call is about uh, best cheeseburgers or something. <laughs> but even if it's not, fucking roll it. Roll the last call, Renee.
Hey, Matt Bronger. This is Steve from Northern Illinois. Had a weird holiday. Hey, Steve. Uh, leading up to December, my grandfather beat the living hell out of my grandmother, and within a week he had yeah. died of what we considered a guilt heart attack. Kind of knew he was going to have this problem, you know, with the heart attack, but didn't think it would be brought on by something as crazy as what happened. Uh, that's not even the crazy part. Probably two weeks after my grandfather died, my grandmother, who is 73, decided to make a Match.com profile and was immediately targeted by a scammer. Now, this was unbeknownst to her because she had never come across this before on the Internet uh, because she probably never dug too deep. So we all tried to help her, my grandkid or my cousins and I, uh, her grandkids, uh, tried to get there and, you know, be with her and kind of navigate her through the process, and it became all too clear that this was a scammer to everybody surrounding her. Um, But it wasn't clear to her. So in her attempts to keep us at bay, she started secretly talking to this guy, and he was, you know, kind of grooming her, and then we finally got a hold of his number, uh, and he pulled the old turnaround scammer trick on her, saying, oh, your family hates me, you know, what am I going to do? And he, he blocked her and got rid of her, and uh, she is completely distraught at the loss of this relationship. So um, in in her distress, uh, she refuses to talk to the rest of our family. Um, myself having no parents in the mix, I'm an only child. Uh, I'm left here with no parents, now no grandparents, and I don't know how to get back in touch with her or find a silver lining in any of this. It would be really nice for somebody I don't even know to give me a little advice, but I don't know. Kind of a crazy story. Shitty Christmas. What do you think? Thanks, Matt. Fuck a duck, Steve. Oi. Man. Renee, I asked for a nice one. I'm kidding. Um, Dude, uh, that's a pickle. I think one, one thing you got to do is is understand your situation, understand you didn't do anything wrong, your cousins didn't do anything wrong, you're being protective of someone who had gone through something horrible. Um, Sorry for the loss of your grandfather, sorry to your grandmother for what your grandfather was doing, being abusive, Um, but, you know, like a lot of victims of abuse, i.e. pretty much all of us, we, we look for comfort in others, because we find fault with ourselves. And I'm not diagnosing, again, anyone. But, you know, having a, a, God, a nice guy in her life after all that time with what sounds like a not nice guy, boy, it just sounds like the the promised land. It sounds like nirvana. It sounds like heaven. So, you know, I, I don't blame her for looking for something that, as you, you know, know, was definitely too good to be true. I think... You just have to reconcile yourself with the situation and be like, look, this is not my fault. This is not necessarily her fault. There are predatory individuals out there, sociopaths who prey on others. Um, And, you know, thankfully, it looks like you've expunged him. It sucked that you had to uh, put the pressure on so that the, the dickhead himself you know, so, so to speak, tore off the bandaid, but it sounds like he's gone and your grandmother's sad and that fucking sucks. But at least you don't have this person who's still 
was going to, you know, manipulate her and, and, and get her money or, or have her sign over property or whatever he was after. Um, it, it, look, it, it's, it's, I would say maybe, maybe a give it a minute. Don't call her every day or anything. And then maybe just, uh, write her a letter, gold school, write her a letter and just share how you feel. Uh, don't be too harsh, uh, lay it out simply, but, um, just, just, uh, it's kind of all you can do because if she doesn't want to talk to you, she doesn't want to talk to anybody and she blames all you guys. There, there's so, there's so much more behind it than just what happened with that guy. I mean, God, can you imagine? Um, so yeah, don't, don't beat up on yourself. Check in with the, with your cousins. Talk about it with them. That'll be good for all of you. And uh, as for as for the holidays, you know, I'm a little late now. Sorry, but like it's 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 a new year, and uh, and you know, throw away the past and look toward the future because it's it's it'll get, it'll get better. You just have to kind of keep her in your life as much as she'll let you, and that's it. That's all you can do. You can't just run over there and kick in the door and go, Grandma, listen, he was wrong. Wrong for you. As much as you know it's true. It's one of the most frustrating things uh, in life is that you'll have this person in your life that just will not face reality and it it infringes upon your own lack of anxiety and you're just like losing your head like, why'd they fucking wise up? And in the end, it's up to them to wise up. Much as you love them. So shit, man, hang in there. Uh, as I said to the other caller, uh, to, to Chris, please call back and let me know. Give me an update on what's happening. And uh, I appreciate you calling. I I, I, I put out a, a reach to see if anyone wanted to share anything they're going through about around the holidays. We got a few. We didn't get a lot. But uh, I feel like the reason we didn't get a lot is because everyone's kind of going through the same thing over the holidays, which is you can't be with your loved ones. Um, so, you know, I, I think the way, the way to, the way to feel better about that, if I can leave you with something a little more fun is to visualize a family member that you can't stand. Maybe it's the, you know, the, the prototypical drunk uncle. Maybe it's that cousin that's always bragging about what, uh, he or she has or is doing, you know, uh, maybe, uh, it's who knows an in-law that you just you, you're in the room with them and you're just like oh, get the fuck away from me hey how you doing oh good to see you ron yeah no no everything's good everything's good um how much did i pay for my car i don't want to talk about that you know shit like that like it's that person that just annoys the shit out of you and imagine that you had to spend the holidays with just that relative imagine that for me right now just wherever you are in your car in your house, imagine that person, if you're with someone you love, look at them and go, hey, what if it was just you, me, and Linda for all the holidays? I'm talking Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's, all of them, Festivus, everything, like a, a four-week period, and you're with that person in a house, They let's like, say they, they dropped off uh, uh, a bunt cake, and then the pandemic hit, and you they can't they can't go home. They have to live with you. And they're commenting on your life and judging you. And 
They won't. Now they they're just not even going to give you any of the butt cake. They're just going to eat it themselves, quote unquote, for as they say, survival. Even though you just hit Costco and you made an omelet and everyone had some. That son of a bitch, Ron and his fucking butt cake. So just think about that. Uh, being being not only let's say by yourself, uh, or 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 with a family member, with a family that you know, frankly, you might be a little tired of, even though you love, but you're also with fucking Ron or Linda. Damn it! And they can't leave. You know. So just think about that, because sometimes it's just, you know, the absence of what could have gone wrong that makes life bearable and awesome you know because 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 that didn't happen no matter what happened to you over the holidays that probably didn't happen so anyway that's the first show of uh, 2021 i want to thank renee i want to thank um the laugh button everybody there i want to thank everybody at 800 pound gorilla records and especially i want to thank the mighties i want to thank you guys for uh for listening for supporting the pod um Trying to really get it out there more this year. Uh, and, you know, I always do, but um, I'm learning. I'm talking to a lot more podcasters and, and friends and, and, and seeing, you know, what works, what doesn't. And nothing about the pod is going to change. I'm just kind of working on just getting it and getting it inside more ears and heads, minds and hearts. I'm running for Senate. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, just getting it out there. So again... If you have a problem or you have a question or anything, you know, you want to you want to get get on the show. Um, one of the, the most fun things about this is I never know what's coming. And uh, only Renee knows. Only Renee, the eye in the sky knows. So give me a call at 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. And uh, thanks again. And hang in there. It's a new motherfucking year. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.